Why, hello, Internet. All you beautiful people out there. I hope you're having a wonderful night. I am Todd. I'm uh, also super, super excited. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm getting over a cold, so apologies for the, the sniffly sound. But uh, it's been a while. It has been a while, and I'm excited to be back. We're going to be doing some Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Um, and it's been months and months since I've been playing, and I, I super missed all the wonderful people at this table, uh, virtual table. Um, I'm super excited to also be back at the table with some new people uh, and some people with some new characters as well. So uh, uh, without further ado, I'm going to jump over to that. Uh, and uh, we got a couple of announcements and um, uh, introductions. And don't worry, we're going to recap. It's the same campaign, sort of, called Strange Acquaintances. Uh, but we are back and continuing, but with, with some new faces. Anyway, without further ado, let's jump over to, I think this is the button. Hi, everybody. Season two, baby! <laughs> Are we season two? Did I um, miss season two? Is it season four? I don't even know anymore. Uh, it's I season two. It's season, season two of Strange Acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So uh, let's let's say hey. It's going to be a bit of an introductory uh, thing, and we got people who were characters last time. We also had everybody playing two sets of characters because split the party. Um, yeah, it was just. <laughs> No, we had the strange acquaintances, and then the other guys were the even stranger acquaintances. That's true. And apparently this is a thing. This With morally ambiguous, we also had the ambiguously moral. That was our way back campaign where I got to hang out with all these people. For those who've never listened, uh, we have a podcast. You can listen to the previous campaigns. Uh, but anyway, um, so I'm Todd. I'm the DM. And uh, I'll also be playing in other games uh, that we... Uh, stream out here as well but uh let's meet everybody around the table hey um oh that's nobody hey steve hi so apparently i'm i'm playing gex techford again which is cool i'm excited um we, we were talking before this whole thing came back together finally about how all, all of my characters ever i make them in like three minutes and then they just become who they are through role playing so uh, I'm kind of excited to see who uh, he turns into in, in the end. Uh, <laughs> so far, he's, uh, he's, yeah, it's been fun kind of developing him. So I also uh, will occasionally be GMing some Shadowrun stuff when we get into that. Uh, getting, getting back to that as a campaign. Uh, we did something that ended up being a four episode in, in the summer should have been a one shot was totally a big fat mess but we had fun it was uh, good so looking forward to getting back to a more organized planned out uh shadowrun campaign too but uh excited for that and excited for this so yeah so just Let's a reminder um uh get out your d6s if you're joining us for shadowrun it's a good time if you've never played before it is bonkers mm -hmm. just bonkers all right. Yeah, there's nothing like rolling 36 dice at once. Now, today we're jumping back to um, the Strange Acquaintances Island crew. The crew that went off to the island to take a message. We'll do a quick recap, but um, do you want to mention who you play in that there, Steve? In that there, yeah. Steve. Yeah. On, on the island, yeah, that's Gex Techford. He is the... He's, he's a Goliath rogue. 
initially sort of thinks of himself as the world's largest cat burglar. Um, but he's kind of uh, evolving, you know, a little bit into into uh, just a grand adventurer. Um, has, has formed quite a bond with uh, the others in the party. And uh, somehow even, even feels like he's formed somewhat of a bond with uh, the actual Rook, who just hasn't been there. It's like it's like that uh, long-distance girlfriend who is off, you know, who knows where. Well, let's just hope her. this isn't dumpsgiving, because, speaking of, we're going to take it over to Gordon next. Hey, Gordon. Welcome back to the Hey, how's it going? Welcome back. Yeah, good to be back. Um, so, you know, I guess I'm, I'm making a new character. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, for... All you want to do is play Rook. Well, yeah. And you're just like, um, what the Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so last season I played a, an interesting character named Voslo. Um who uh, met an untimely end with the dragon crew. It, it was a pretty uh, timely end, actually. Gotta say, that was pretty clutch. Yeah, m m maybe timely, yes. Um, <clears throat> cough, they cheated. And, <laughs> and uh, his villainous days are done. Um, and now I'm making a new character. Actually, I shouldn't say it's a new character. It's um, a character that was in the session zero of season oh. one. That goes who's making way a comeback. Um, and so we, I'll be playing uh, Talathar, a uh, paladin, who uh, in the beginning uh, was on his way to Tazperel with his buddy wizard Torig, where they were when they were attacked by cultists um, that uh, belonged to the Inquisition. Um, I think he tortured one of them a little bit. For information, um, and then that that person promptly died, and they continued on their way. Well, you know, nothing a little bit of uh, uh, torture from your local friendly neighborhood paladin. And how do you spell Talathar? Is it just the way it sounds? Uh, pretty much T A L apostrophe Athar. Oh, yeah. the apostrophes has to be in there. Oh, apostrophe with elves and half elves. Yeah. Oh, right, and he's a half elf, right? He's a half elf. Half elf. I gotta write this stuff down. And, uh, and I had he's to ask. Squarely him. on the side of the mages. Ah, yes, absolutely. Um, so yes, because there are different factions in this. Uh, just a quick question for you as well, though. It's a very important one. Are you the hyphen half elf or the straight to it half elf or the two word half elf? This is the important distinction for D and D. Oh boy, what's the difference again? <laughs> A lot will ride. I think on it's. It. I, I think it's like just half dash, elf space. Yeah, dash elf or just space. I don't know. Or I space. Space hill. works too. Okay, you're gonna be a space guy. I'll, I'll change that. I'm a space in a, in a few minutes. All right. Yeah. It's, it, these are the important questions here. You know what? It's so important. I'm gonna actually stop the stream. And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Um. So thank you, and we'll be looking forward to seeing Talathar again, and very much to see you and Rook, but we'll talk about Rook later. All right. Um, ooh, very excitement. I love how, like, your dog is our hype man. It's just, like, jumping, bumping it can up. Can you hear him? A little bit. Um, it's, oh, it's shit. All good. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. So, um, speaking of, 
uh, hype man. Uh, let's jump up here. What? Let's jump up here to Bella. Okay, so apparently my my thing doesn't work. Um, it is odd. I saw that. I looked over and I was like, "It's up. It should be muted." Yeah. So I guess it that's should be, nice. but it's not. It's obviously not working. So I I totally apologize. Oh, um, no worries. I hope I didn't say anything inappropriate or do <laughs> you like didn't. you did. I never know. Um, but anyway. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be resuming uh, Isold uh, Connolly, who is my uh, half-elf with a hyphen. Half-elf hyphen. Hyphen. Blood Hunter. All right. Also without a hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> Blood Hunter is all one? Blood Hunter. Okay. Space. Okay, I'll Bring add the space. space elf and a hyphen elf. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Yeah. These are two different yeah. branches. They're variants. Uh, all right. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, you were part of this last campaign, and uh, Isold got pulled in to this quest that Gex and Hilda and Tillman and and who they thought was Rook had been sent off to send a message to these dragons out on the islands that are controlled by these dragon cultists um and, yeah and uh, i resemble that remark from gordon earlier about uh us cheating that would a little no. bit <clears throat> no <sighs> we're I mean, we are upstanding folks you, you i would never swindle anybody cut to the playback no, but um, uh, I don't think Tillman was supposed to bisect. Anyway, that, that that's that's another day. I do recall that was supposed to be a one-on-one -on -one duel, and and the dragon was not pleased about certain people interfering. To be in fair, it. it did breath weapon all of you after that because it was unpleased. Um, it was and calculated. Uh, Gex, you still have to put lotion on your backside. On the regular, because of all the acid burns. I'm just saying. No, potato, no, potato. No, no. Gex dodged like a super dodger. Yeah, but your clothes didn't. Away from it. All right. So, so is that why I have traps now? It's fine. Is, is so that was... why I have damage on my character? Because <laughs> I couldn't remember <laughs> why she was down twelve. You you would have uh, been healed by points. now. Actually. Okay. Um, one of the things is that, so there's this big throwdown. Voslo, the uh, doppelganger, was revealed. Thank you so much, Gordon, for playing that so well. Uh, not letting on. I let him know, like, halfway through the campaign, and nobody else knew. And then slowly people figured it out. Um, but, uh, but, uh, um, but yes, so Isold was brought on board, and she was basically like a, a sailor slash pirate um, along with the ride. Uh, and Tillman's girlfriend, I forget her name. She was on the on the ex-girlfriend, something. It, it's complicated. Tillman is uh, played by Carl, who unfortunately can't be here. Uh, but he might jump in later on. So, um, so yeah, that, that is part of it, too. Okay. Ugh. You feel like somebody's, like, rambling and trying to sum up. So there's a guy Frodo. And, um, oh, I should mention the ring. And then, um... No. Anyway, uh, Gimli. Yeah. Anyway... <clears throat> 
this is amazing. This is perfect. I'm reading my note right now. Don't up. And very win. Okay, so uh, I'll just wait till he's finished his drink there. But Darcy, welcome back to the stream. I'm glad you could join us. Unfortunately, I think Thank it was... you. I'm happy to be back. Mm -hmm. I have not had the scheduling ability to join SideQuest Live's illustrious crew. Uh, and I'm very, I'm very excited to, to be here. Um, as we are moving into a season two, I think it is proper to do the customary "Hello, everyone." Under they them now. I think I have played with you since then, but like I didn't make a big deal about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So I'm Darcy. You can find me at Twitch.tv/DarcyBits, uh, and I'm doing a lot, a lot more streaming now than I was before. Um. And I never know how to describe them. They're weird, but they're kind of taking off on YouTube, and I'm very excited about it. That's so great. I've been doing a lot of work on it. Yeah, like legit. I'm like getting average of like 200 plus views on YouTube these days. And Fantastic. That is a lot for no one. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you know that that's a lot. It's it's hard <laughs> when you're not crit roll or whoever. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, At this point, I'm just talking to the wall uh, most of the time. But uh... so. Yeah, no, that's been taking off. It's been um, weird custom magic, uh, like Magic the Gathering content. It's been, Very cool. been really good. So, See, I was just Very excited about that variety stream. <laughs> I can I do don't. anything. It's like, I, I do one thing now. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I, should, like, I should know this. I was I mean, trying to catch up on some of your it's stuff. It's that thing, right? It's the like, I'm going to do variety stream stuff until something works. Then I'm just going to beat that horse till it's dead. <laughs> like... See, I just yeah, do that, but then yeah. I just play what I want. I play, I play what I want. I'm basically doing three streams a week, where two of them are this magic content, and then one other is variety. So I, I still like have a day where I just like do whatever I feel like. Absolutely. So, but it's good. You uh, were in campaign when we went to hell, uh, aka COVID times. Yes. Um, and mm -hmm. that's when we met here through. Uh, I don't even remember. Oh no, we went through um, live game, and I'd lo I'd love, by the way, to get we back did. to a live around a table game at some point. But we got to figure out a way to get uh, guys like Steve on there. We'll just have an iPad, <laughs> right? We can do that. It'll be hybrid. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, who are you joining us with today? I will be joining with a new character. Um, I, as as we mentioned before the show, I have been on previous episodes but like it was always just like oh i could make it this one day so i just show up with somebody new and it would be gone by the end of the episode um and likewise um i i think this should work for me if we keep on this day slot so i'm excited to make that happen uh i will be playing empty uh who is a monk and i'm i'm gonna see how well i can play them as just kind of like yeah they're a monk you know they don't need to like yes. No martial arts to be a monk, right? Right? There's the monk. And no, I I, I'm that. actually playing a monk using the Tasha's um, class uh, subclass, the uh, way of the astral self. So they're probably not going to be throwing punches, but people are still going to be getting slapped. Nice. I'll punch your soul. Punch your soul with punch. my soul. Punch you right in the. <laughs> what I said, soul. Yeah. Which I guess if I think about it is reminiscent of that uh, Shadowrun character I played a while ago, which I super enjoyed. <laughs> that I, one I was did so a, much fun. I did a YouTube short of that. The, the, yeah. The soul punch with the high five in the middle. 
That was that was a real moment. Thank mm-hmm. you. It was good times. Good times. Stephen Stephen Darcy. You could reenact it right now on my screen. You're above each other and below each other. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Yeah, there you go. Ow. Um, okay. Uh, wait, I, your mic cut out when you said the character's full name was Empty. Empty what? Empty Wisdom. Wisdom. Nice. Mm-hmm. So we'll look forward to meeting. I believe empty... in Roll Twenty, I have it written as Empty Wisdom of the Green Hope Hermitage, but needed to write that down somewhere <laughs> so i there's, didn't forget there's I'm not, the long i don't name. think they're going to introduce themselves that way and i believe this is character number 13 no 13 not 13 no i don't think so but you know anyway we have a bit whatever it's it's season two it doesn't matter it's 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 basically a new campaign oh, yeah fair enough Speaking of new campaign and new characters and new players, thanks so much for joining this, uh, taking the leap of faith and meeting a bunch of total strangers. Well, not total strangers, but a bunch of us uh, online. Brandon, welcome to the stream. Welcome to SideQuest Live. I'll make you sign a waiver later. Um, <laughs> Hola. It's nice to uh, be here and uh, I'm ready for this trial by fire. Let's see what happens. Hey, that's how I feel every day. <laughs> That's a, I want that on a t-shirt. That's a trial by fire. Let's see what happens. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and uh, so welcome to the stream. And uh, what? tell us tell us something about yourself. Uh, or about your character. Oh. Or both. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm a captioner, closed captioner, slash comedian. Uh, whichever one pays more goes at the front. Uh, and I will be playing a half-elf, uh, wizard, divination wizard named Eli. Uh, just an excited kid ready to make a name for himself. Nice. And we'll see how that goes. And also, I want to say thank you for, seriously, thank you for playing a divination wizard, because it makes my job so much easier. I'm just like, what? You're just (laughs) new to be there. You were just like, wake up, I have to be at this spot. Hey, look at these (laughs) random people. So that's that's your entire introduction, um, as your characters. All right, thanks so much. <laughs> All no right, no problem. So, um, I just have one more thing I want to talk to the internet. Just come here, come here for a second, internet. Hi, internet. Um, I just want to point something out that you are part of this story too. You get to make this story along with us. You also get to make the lives of these characters and or players difficult or save their bacon um and i'm not gonna ask you for bits or whatever if you like what you see please do hit the follow and and, uh and realize that we love the support but if you're here live on twitch tuesdays 9 p.m uh you can type into chat and uh you can do what's called plot points and uh it's an idea if you get an idea now this goes for players too by the way uh if you get an idea for oh wouldn't it be great if um, spend a plot point, and we will try our best to make that part of the game. It could be introducing a new um, complication. It could be it could be the whole like advantage or disadvantage thing. But let's get creative. Maybe like a cat comes and like pisses all in somebody's shoes. I don't know. And then the whole time uh, people are just walking around in cat smelling shoes, and maybe that complicates their life somehow. I don't know. That's like the most weird anyway um but you can totally do that uh just don't no insta deaths so spend some plot points with us live the other thing is if you want to 
catch up on any of the previous stuff or what we're doing now, we do a, a, the podcast. Uh, Darcy was saying some traction. We had uh, some wonderful, wonderful people in uh, a whole bunch of states, actually, in Germany and down in Australia, given the podcast to listen. So thanks so much. Uh, we appreciate it. We see you down there. And by all means, uh, hit us up on Instagram as well uh, and uh, be part of the game. All right. I think that's it. That's intros. That's a really terrible uh, overview of what it is. And uh, let's take a two second break. Uh, we'll do our intro and then we'll begin season two Strange Acquaintances. Welcome, adventurers. It's been a long time. When you last gathered together with your friends, it was complicated. Anytime you have to sit in a room opposite a ten-ton dragon and explain yourself in excruciating detail, being interrogated for hours days on end. There were times when you weren't sure if this was ever going to end. Your lives being measured in mere fleeting instances compared to that of a long life of a dragon. But eventually, the days passed, weeks, even months, and slowly you regained your freedom. Gex, Hilda, Tillman, Isold. One by one, your stories corroborate. One by one, you gain more and more freedom to move about the island, to climb along the hills, the, the, the steep cliff tops, overlooking the, the uh, tropical island and the ocean beyond. You walk on beaches, walk through forests, through the various territories of the, of the multitude of different dragons that run this and several of the other islands that if you, on a clear day, you can just make out squinting at the horizon. Several of these peaked islands known as the Spines. Your mission, while complicated, was successful. You got a message through to the dragons, not the orb that was going to be an offering of peace and treaty, but you got a message from the mage tower in Tazvrel through to the leader of the, of the dragons of the Spines, seeking assistance in their struggles against the Inquisition. Asking, nope. So... You are free to move about the islands, but still the weeks pass and you are not allowed to leave while the dragons decide their next move. Finally, the day comes. You are summoned and stand before not the three, but eight humanoids, slightly larger, 
some of them elven, some of them dragonborn in appearance. But you know that these are the, the transformed bodies of the ruling dragons and their lead um, servants. Finally, you are told that the dragons have a message to send back to Tazvarel. Something unfortunate happens, though. Tillman and Hilda, in preparation for learning that you're being sent uh, away from the island soon, head back to the Lizard Folk Village, uh, not far off of which was anchored your ship that you came here, only to discover no ship at all. The ship is gone. Asking the Lizard Folk, they just noticed that one night it just pulled up anchor in the middle of the night and sailed away. Tillman in particular took this news badly. Can I get Gex and Izzled to do an ins insight check? First roll of the campaign. Nice. Awesome. We got a 14. Gex, it's a little hard. I don't know why it showed as Tuag, but... That's okay. It's... <laughs> That's you. There's a um little display yeah. underneath the chat. There's I just yeah. realized that. I'll fix it. It's all good. So Whatever. you got an 18, Izzled. Uh, Gex, it's a... You know Tillman pretty well by now, but he's still a little hard to read. Half the time he's stoned, half the time he's super relaxed, but then other times he's just grinding his teeth in in a bitter rage. And um, you have a hard time figuring out what's bothering him, but you can tell something isn't right with him. Isolde. You overheard him and Hilda talking. She was trying to to calm him down, and this was even before he found out about the ship. But then, unfortunately, he... You can tell that something deeper is bothering him. Every time he gets a little bit angry, you see him turn and, and lean more and more on the psychedelic mushrooms and consume more and more in an attempt to self-medicate. He's in a bad way, and, uh... And you're not sure exactly what's going on with him, but you do know that... he's trying to control himself. And you're not sure if it's working yet. At that point, on word from the dragons and, and hearing that your new quest is coming up, Hilda and Tillman, well, Tillman lets you know. Yeah, guys, um, I'm, I'm not going to be able to, like, do this one. I'm going to have to sit this one out. Sorry. So... Hilda is deciding to, uh, she's quite worried about him too, so she's going to um, at least hang back a bit and catch up with you when she can in hopes that she can support him through this. Now, 
The rest of you, you've got no ride. The lizard folk can put you in uh, uh, what are essentially over, oversized, uh, what do they call it with the outrigger canoes? Uh, lizard folk on this island not being too advanced in their technologies. Some are, uh, but not on this island. So they essentially pack you into an oversized um, a runabout uh, canoe with, or whatever, outrigger, that's it. And uh, they're able to take you across some of the islands, hopping to the nearest island that has a larger port. So you're going to be finding, uh, you're going to be given passage that far, after which it's going to be up to you to secure passage back to Tazvarel. Any questions? Um, we can also do flashbacks if you get ideas later. Um, any questions for uh, Brakal, the the head dragon, or any of the others? Uh, yeah, how were we supposed to afford this passage? <laughs> That's a good question. Because we've been given nothing. We did all that work, and we got nothing. You will yeah. leave with your lives. But if that is not enough... Pilke. The half-elf that you know to actually be a black dragon in disguise comes walking forward and begrudgingly bows. Brakal, dragonborn, red scales, nods to him and says, Furnish them for their journey. So, I guess the second roll of the night will be a treasure roll. <clears throat> it was your idea, Bella. Why don't you go ahead and roll a d100? Ooh. Gladly. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's see how this goes, shall we? 51. Okay, one second, one second. I gotta look up at the, the chat. Oh, where is it? Uh, five to ten. There we go. I just gotta get the right table. <laughs> okay, what was that again? 51. 51. Okay, okay. Um, so, one sec. Got to get this off to the di different screen. Okay, 51. Okay. Um, can I get uh, Gex? Roll 3d6 for me. Three, just 3? Three? 3d6, yep. We got 13. 13, that's not bad. Okay, so it's going to be 13 times... You So... Um, Pilke pulls out this satchel and empties it at your feet. And you see, um, and oh, since I'm uh, also here, and uh, you got murdered so much by your pals the other time there, Gordon, I'm going to get you to roll uh, a d4 and d100. Want me to roll it? Yeah, sure. Okay. He always, you know, not 20, not maximum. I, I predict 104. <laughs> All right, I'll roll the d4. 
A Ooh. one. A one. Ooh. Okay. All right. Turn it over a new and leaf. A, and you said uh, you said a one d one hundred. Uh, one hundred. Yeah. A six. Oh, okay, so you get six. Broken. <laughs> six. It was going to be the D four times the one hundred roll. So you get a total oh boy. six individual platinum. Pling 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 pling. Go rolling out across the floor as he upends this small pouch. You also see clink 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 clink, clink as thirteen gems glitter and bounce along the floor uh it would have been 15 but two of them ended up in a small crack in the floor and you can't quite reach them uh so you get 13 gems worth 50 gold a piece so that's uh, uh gex scoops those up uh in the meantime um i'm going to ask um uh brandon just because just to see how hey. things are going can i get you to roll a d4 for me That's another one. Another one. Seems All appropriate. Right. Good times. Good times. All right. Uh, I need to find table B. Where's table B? Where's table B? I don't even see this anymore. Come on. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Table B. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Darcy, D100, please. Oh. oh, I can do that. Seventy-three. Seventy-three. Okay. Um. All right. So, uh, Isold, you see a vial. Um. Up. Oh, it's it's bound in a tight wrapped leather. Um, and you see it bounce along and almost fall into one of these cracks on the uneven floor. But you manage to scoop it up before it goes long. Um. You've managed to find yourself the oil of slipperiness. It's a potion. Uncommon. Uh, it thick. seems mildly redundant, but I like yeah. it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay, and now, since we're doing this, uh, I'm going to get uh, Gex. Go ahead and roll a 1d100. D100. The ceiling on that platinum roll was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that was still actually quite a lot of money. It would have <laughs> been. How, how bad those rolls were. 81. 81. Very cool. 81. Ooh, okay. I don't even know what that is. Okay, just one second. <clears throat> All right. You notice that one of those gems is different. You see it. Um, uh, do a D4 roll for me there, Gex. This is for Gex. You, uh, is, you can trade if you don't want your items as well. Right. Starting yeah. with the treasure roll. Three. All right. Uh, as predicted, one of the gems, at first you think it's a ruby, but you see there's this swirling red energy within it. Um, and you take a closer look and you're like, Whoa! and you quietly tuck that in your sleeve. You realize this is a special thing. And we spend some time investigating it. Um, and you discover um, it's a gem with a swirling fire inside. Do you want to tell me what it is or uh, discover it as you use it? Your choice. You can tell me what it is. All right. Or it's you an, can be rolled if you know. It's knows. an elemental oh. gem. So it contains a moat of elemental energy. You can shatter the gem, and an elemental is summoned. And it would be a fire mm -hmm. elemental. 
You get it, buddy. All right. Uh, Cool. All right. Uh, Who else is here? We got uh, Gex and uh, Izzled. That's it. But however, I'm not going to leave people out. We got to get some magic items into the hands of some of these people. Um, So somewhere far away, there is a half-elf divination wizard who uh, is a half-elf or human? Half-elf. Half-elf divination wizard. Uh, and you can come up with the backstory as to how you how you came up with this. But I'm going to ask you to roll uh, roll a d100 for me. Nine. Nine. Big nine. Okay. We're getting big. Okay. Uh, and uh, let's call that A. I'll call that A. Uh, table A. Go ahead and roll a hun- uh, d100. It's a not bad thing. Eight. Eight. Cool. Good. You get <laughs> Oh, ready? I mean, usually things like this aren't, you know, distributed by power. They're just like random. Yeah, exactly. Your great grandmother once came in and 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 passed you this this is on the human side. So she was old and she had like she was starting to go towards the end. Um and she came up and she had this perfectly wrapped in this beautiful cloth little little package and she oh come come and she calls you over by your name sit sit here i i have this for you it was your right grandfather's my dear uh boblo but this was his and he gave it to me and now i give it to you Use it, my child, my favorite of the great, great. Wait, I guess she's probably just great grandson, because <laughs> like great greats, <laughs> like maybe on the elf side. But um, and she gives you a pat, and then calls you by your brother's name, and then you know <laughs> smacks you on the on the side of the face a little too hard, and then sends you off packing. <laughs> Later, you open this, and you open it up, and inside is a single vial with a swirling pinkish liquid. You you have a standard potion of healing. Oh! <laughs> All right. Sounds about right. All right. Um, Talithar, when, when your uh, wizard companion, once played by uh, Carl back in... Uh, uh, episode 0.5 when you parted ways when things got a little tight and you were in a difficult spot he he agreed that you would be he suggested you'd be less likely to be caught if you parted ways and he passed you some supplies I need you to roll a d100 please okay Fifty-six. He gave you a potion. Not unlike <laughs> he he passed you a wrapped package. You you open it in a time of need and realize he's given you a potion of supreme healing. Um, all right. <laughs> and uh, I, I kind of I look at it and I say, you know I can heal. Tonight. Oh right. Okay, roll again. <laughs> Uh, 
I mean, there are good things on this table. Four. It's just you guys keep rolling crap. All right. Four. Uh, uh, four. Okay. Um, you get a potion with swirling blue motes. It is a potion of flying. Ooh. Better than nothing. Better this whole nothing. table pup potions? Yeah, apparently it's potions. No, I. there is other good table. stuff. There's a goddamn flying carpet on some of these things, but you guys keep rolling <laughs> just trash. Okay. Um, has ev- is, That's not everybody. I think... I mean, uh, to be fair, you know, like, you know, the two that rolled just, like, potions, I guess, I guess, um, Isolde also just got, like, an oil slipperness, but... You know, there's a difference between, like, Dragon's Horde and setting out on an adventure, right? Yeah. yeah. Although, um, I will say this. Uh, I'm going to roll a d100, and we'll just see what I come up with, because, yeah. 40. Okay, what's 40? Oh, damn. Really? Um, okay. One of you will have this item. Who is most likely to use a dagger, short sword, or sword of the new characters? Long sword. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna hit it. Well, it, one's it, a monk, it's, it's one's a wizard, for... one's a paladin <laughs> that All uses... Right. I think it would be the paladin. Um, paladin, you paladin. have a magical sword. If, I think you already did, but you have a plus one sword, but there is a condition on that that I'm not going to say yet. So just put an asterisk, asterisk next to this and know that it is, it's a thing. All right. And you're carrying it for a reason. <laughs> okay. That, okay. That, that, that's actually pretty good because I had, I know I'd started in session zero kind of a little bit with a more focus on the great sword, but I've now shifted to sword and board. Okay. Nice. Well, whichever one you want. It could be long sword, long sword or a great sword. It just says weapon. Um, and it, it Oh, gives... I can make it a great sword? You can if you want. It's up to you, man. All right. I'll get back to you. Okay. All right. Uh, and I think there might be a... Well, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. So... <laughs> um. That's well, okay. Hold on, we're getting a spammer. Got a spammer. Hold on, got a block. Block the spam. Hey, did you know that there were hot girls here free? God damn, internet. Ah, oh, why do you gotta be such a trash fire, internet? Not you, internet. We love you, but you know, the regular interweaves. <laughs> I mean, Lordy. anyway, so without further ado. <clears throat> let's uh you are you i'm gonna get uh gex and is old uh, i don't know if uh bella's there but i need to do i am uh, either my internet either survival or athletics your choice is it working yeah yeah we can hear you can you okay my internet's being no worries we can do visual yeah Okay. Uh, I can roll a survival. That's probably sure. Yeah. Or, sorry, I'm, I'm down for survival. No I'll roll athletic. That's better for me. Sure. Whichever What's better one... for you? 
Uh, 23 in the end. Okay, 23. No problem. You are a pretty hardy Goliath, um, and you've been through a lot of stuff being... Uh, you've lived as many years as you have, so you you learn and figure out pretty quickly how to how to tie uh, yourself to the boat so you don't fall out. You manage to um, uh, basically use your experience and your wisdom to understand where to do things and what to do to stay healthy and safe on this long journey between the islands that gets you to um, this larger island, not run officially by the dragons, but is definitely um, in the shadow of the spines, as it were. Uh, and you get to the town of Ber uh, wait, hold, uh, Bernard. The town of Bernard. Um, and it's a port town on an island, uh, probably a, about four days travel from the spine where you left. So you make it just fine. Uh, Isold, how did you do? Crappy. 12. Ooh, 12. So you're not in danger of dying from this, but you are in danger of having a really trip. It would just be balls. Oh, it's just terrible. You're just Whoa. like, yeah, yeah. You're just like, no, oh. no, I'll eat massive meals when I'm totally seasick. There's nothing wrong with that. Why would I? Why would I not? Uh, and so your unfortunate, unwise choices, they come back to haunt you pretty bad. And you are going to be suffering um, from a point of exhaustion until you get uh, a couple of days on land. All right. So you've made okay. it to a... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I said, okay. Would um, we have had any chance to have rested prior to or during any part of this voyage? Um, before we, you would have been fully long rested since the last oh. time we played. Absolutely, it's been literally months. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what you described earlier. You were you were being interrogated by dragons for weeks on end. It was pretty awful, but now you've come out the other side and are are feeling a lot better. But yes, uh, Isold now is kind of green. But besides that, you know, besides her being uh, unwell. Oh, youngins, youngins. Exactly. So um, you get to the town. There is a, uh, I will drag everybody over there in a minute. Um, jumping back over to, uh, I believe, Darcy's character. Um, uh, Hello. Empty. You find yourself yeah. in a small town. You, um, what brings you to the town of Bernard? Uh, it's a port town, right? It is. Relatively small town so, on, on the shipping lanes. Unofficially not, um, not, uh, what's the name? Uh, it's not officially aligned with any particular uh, faction. Sure, yeah. So, um, Empty is from a, like, monastic temple somewhere scrolled away. Yeah. Not, like, secret, but just, like, out of the way, right? It's sort of a, a hermitage. Uh, there's not just 
like one person there, but it's like the people there are Herberted from everyone else. Whatever. Terminology. Semantics. Um, so um, she is like from this island, but doesn't live in this little village and uh, has come here purely to um, find a way into the wider world. Um, she does not have a plan of where she is going. She just knows that this is the first stop abroad, if you will. The first stop on the beginning of the rest. I like it. Mm -hmm. All right. So yes. um, I'm going to say that uh, you have heard, do a, do an insight check or a perception check for me. I would love to do an insight or perception check. I think I have eight in both of them. Yeah. So I'm very wise. That's a 19. Damn. So you, there's something about the energy. Maybe it's that you've been uh, kind of cloistered away for so long that it's exciting to be in such a, a place filled with so many people and so many different kinds of, you think there, there was a halfling over there. Um, and yeah. you, you find yourself listening and you overhear so many different stories and lives just intersecting. And you hear all kinds of rumors. Um, so the things you pick up are, you hear tales of people, um, you know, talking about how they, uh, the dragons seemed a little bit restless on the island a few weeks back, but. They, they've settled down now, so it's it's uh, seems a little better now. And you you hear tales about ships um, uh, going into freak storms and um, and uh, having uh, massive uh, near shipwrecks and survivors managing to come by. Um, you hear tales of um, machinations and rumors of of you know mages and magic. Uh, you hear people. It's a little bit political when it, whenever they talk about magic. People the people definitely usually fall on the side of, oh, that has to be watched. Or people being like, no, no, my great-grandmother was a, 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 you know, an apprentice. They're, so it's really divided between those who fear the, the arcane arts and those who um, appreciate them. So you, you pick up a lot of the, the idea of the world that way. And... You also hear yeah. um, tales of a uh, this one particular kind of down-on-his-luck human who's just been... He picks. The, he ended up picking a fight with this person who was uh, speaking. He's like, oh, you can't trust any magic users. And he's like, hey, you shut your hole. Um, and, and this guy ends up uh, in a bit of a bar brawl. And um, not, nothing that gets out of the way. It, it, other people break it up kind of quickly. Um, and and they they sit gruffly back down at their seat and uh, kind of chugging back the fifth drink of the night, uh, wearing kind of tattered clothes, uh, especially around the edges. Definitely signs where they've been patched and mended. Uh, leather armor with kind of a uh, bronze or leather uh, edgings, and then kind of a blue uh, stained leather uh, is what they're wearing. Well worn travel clothes, um, and they. They have the look of someone on the sea. Uh, spent a lot of time at sea. Uh, what do you? Okay. Do you want to? Yeah, do I, I'm picturing the scene like 
like in a movie where someone discovers they have like telepathy for the first time and they're just hearing everyone's thoughts and they're overwhelmed. She doesn't have telepathy, but it's like that same like I'm not used to this many people and I'm just suddenly like picking up on all these because she's very good insight but has no like knowledge get up right and it's not that she's stupid it's just that she doesn't have the education to like know things about the world or like the social smarts right uh, it's just sort of like okay something's happening there something's happening there something's happening there something's happening there it's just like all this stuff and she's just like i guess makes her way into this is like a tavern that i saw this in you said yeah like, this is in like a, a person in sitting Indian. down at a desk yeah, yeah. so and, I, I think she's like sat down to like steady herself before like sort of noticing this person and being like you look sailory <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't have a word for this, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you also take a look at the, the people at the table who were complaining against the mages, uh, and, and uh, they, mm -hmm. they enact too many taxes, and they, um, they, they, they've got all this power over the average person. It's creepy, and like, there's all these rumors that they've been ripping off people, um, and so kind of real salt-of-the-earth people over there, so... Uh, there's kind of these two divides. Now, you're welcome to interact with either or just take it all in. Yeah, right now she's very, like, overwhelmed and um, doesn't know what to make of a lot of the, like, politic talk because she's so, like, divorced from that, right? Like, magic Can I good, get you magic to do bad. A she charisma? kind of hasn't had much interaction with magic at all. Um, the whole, like, you know, taxes and things, it's like... I I only know how to grow my own food or like forage in the woods. I don't know anything about. And, and I didn't like uh, describe her, but like she shows up and she's just like just wearing clothes. I don't think she even has a bag of rations. Like she's just nothing. Like no hobo stick at all and right? a cloth. Um, it's what I like. Picture. No, like not that not stuff. Even a... Like just just <laughs> like a smock, right? Um, I wish maybe I a had belt. a hobo stick. Um, uh, and, like, to, like, actually, like, describe her a bit more, like, you know, pale skin, but she has, like, green hair, and it's unclear if it is, like, some kind of dye that is part of her monastic order, um, if it's somehow naturally that color, or if it's, like, it might be algae that's just, like, growing in her hair, like, it's, it's, it's in this, like, I don't know what that is sort of range, but it's any of those options. Um, Very cool. And so she's just, like... She's clearly human, but also, like, what is, who is this person? She does look like kind of the, the, like, smelly druid in the woods, except for, like, except she not, uh, so tousled, I don't think. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, that's where the algae comes from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um. So, you know, eh, I'm going to ask. questionable bathing, but it's empty. there. Empty, yeah. can you do a charisma saving throw, please? I can save against charisma. I will deflect all the charisma. That's what that means, right? I got an eight. All right. Um, you are just, you think, like, you just steady yourself by your bar, and you knock over uh, this this um, stool, and the, the, you know, the waitress is getting mad at you, and other people are trying to get through, and you end up standing, you're, like, right in front of the, the walkway where the server wants to get through, and there's, like, get out of the way. Like, just social, complete blindness. And uh, the whole so, room, sorry, you end I, up getting I, jostled. I, mm. The whole room just... Okay, yeah, just, yeah. Mm. Trying to sh just bump you out of the way, and you you quickly find yourself, like, thrown to a corner. Roll a D8 for me. Not thrown, but, like, jostled to a corner. Yeah. 
Sure. Two. All right. So yeah, you're you end up right back out near the entrance, like right next to the entrance, uh, just try, trying to dodge around, and it's just overwhelming. You take a few gulps of fresh air by the front door, um, and uh, it's, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. At about this time. Let's uh. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna ask. Uh, So, Talithar, Gordon, you, you do miss your companion, mostly because he was damn useful. I mean, you're great at, at lots of things, but he was a lot more subtle than you uh, when it came down to it, uh, and he had abilities that complemented your own very well. Um, and he also paid better attention during the really boring briefings. So most of the time you leaned on him to have some of the, the details and you wouldn't need to know all of them. And you really wish he was here now because he had a near encyclopedic memory of different agents that you could contact in a variety of different villages. Now, I believe, are you a faction agent, or is that is that your background? I am. Okay, yeah, so you, I have safe haven. So you do have some knowledge of who you can talk to who would be friendly to your faction within a variety of, of towns and villages. And you've, you're busy racking your brain trying to remember who might be able to be a good contact in this podunk little island that you've managed to uh, find your way to, uh, the Bernard. So I need you to do a straight-up memory check. Uh, you can roll history as well if you'd like. And I'm going to give it with advantage. Because with advantage? Right. Because you... I do not have a faction agent. efficiency in history. So it's going to be like a straight roll. Sure. Five. Ugh. Like, oh, I really wish Torg was here. Yeah, you missed. I can't him. remember their names. I don't even know. I can't even remember why we had to split up again. He had to do something. So I was like drinking a lot, and like he he gave me the and I, like I, I look at the potion again. Said I might come in handy. He was doing something, and I had to. Why am I here? But again. Now I have you to had find been, someone. You had been on a mission to take an offering to the Dragon Keep, but along the uh, to the Dragon to the Spines. However, along the way, things went sideways real fast. Uh, agents of the Inquisitors, or you don't even know for sure, um, but you ended up against uh, a variety of different conflicting sides. Uh, you ended up being pursued. At one point, your ship was un like on fire, so you had to ab uh, abandon ship. And you got in one life raft, and Tura got in the other life raft, and and you were like, "Okay, we'll split up." And the the um, now you know this. Not many people know this, but you know this. Not all mage towers get along. There are different factions 
within that group. They're a loose alliance. And so um, at one point you had the those people trying to pull territory on you and pull rank, um, and they weren't being very helpful. And uh, then there was this freaking sea creature that was just... It, it attacked in the night and just wrecked your ship. And you don't even... You had the weirdest experience of washing up on shore afterwards. Um, you were in the life raft for a while, and then you washed up on shore. And you spent the better part of a week in this little bay, like Little Mermaid style, washed up on the sea. And um, it was a strange experience. You couldn't leave the water for very long. You're, you ended up like stripping most of your armor and keeping it on the shore. It's almost like you had to hold your breath to go to shore. And then afterwards, you, so you spent most of your time in this cove until this this fever pitch kind of just passed you. And all of a sudden, you one night you woke up just gasping and came crawling to the shore. Um, and uh, it was it was half-remembered dream at this point. But there you are. And you found yourself on this island. You hiked for days uh, after you finally recovered yourself a little bit and found this town you spotted a ship a sailing uh like just a small fishing ship and you kind of followed yeah. it from the shore around back to the village or to the town I, I guess i'd follow it on my steed that i summoned nice yeah that'll that'll definitely like, save you a lot of time and energy i'm like oh oh that's right i'm gonna summon a horse <laughs> war horse comes well, I'm on a war horse. horse we follow that ship <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah. So what a bad enemy, Warhorse. Not like Torig. <laughs> Hope you're doing well, buddy. Yeah, hopefully. But uh, you find your way to this small port city, uh, port town. It's I, it's not not even really able to call it a city. Um, and you uh, you're trying to remember who to make contact with here, and you're not even. Eventually, you figure out one of the locals going by. You stop this young young boy, and he's like. Where, where am I? And he's like, oh, you're, you're in Burnham. Burn, Bernard. Bernard. I passed school. Okay. Bernard. And you you know that you're probably less than a week from the dragon spines. Um, do a, do a, just roll a dice and evens and odds is what I need. Um, Okay, I'll roll a d6. Oh, the interwebs? Evens. Six. Okay, so. You have in your possession a cloth-wrapped, solid sphere of glass. I imagine you've probably looked at it at some point. It's, it's a dark, swirling crystal. Um... I don't know if you would have investigated it further, but this is the thing Wait that you were tasked little bit. with bringing to the dragons as an as a peace offering. Mm. I probably would have investigated a little bit if I was allowed to. I don't yeah. think they would have said. Uh, go ahead and roll it. Arcana, or if you've got it, identify spell. Uh, I don't have identify. I have a detect magic. It it uh... is definitely magical. You cast detect magic, and it is glowing. 
Okay. So I'll just do a straight roll just to see if I if I understand what it is. Ten. Um I mean again, it's not your forte. Kinda. You really not my forte. Torig, where are you? Yeah. Um you know. Well whatever. Magical. I'm just gonna hand this over to the dragons. Exactly. And like they'll know what to do with it. Exactly. Just but, kinda wrap it up. Yeah, keep person. it secret, keep it safe. Keep it secret, keep it safe. All right. So you not gonna your... like mess it up like some of the other people that are coming here. Nope, not me. So you um you spend several days and you've got coin, you can buy uh yep. uh, uh well you can stay in an inn, you can camp outside the, the city if you feel I'll like I'll stay at an inn. Okay. I've been spending days out there. I go to an inn and kind of settle settle in. Absolutely. So think, yeah. you um you find your way to the inn and you spend some days there and for the most part it's you know, I mean it's only about you spend a night there with hopes of moving on probably pretty soon after. Uh and as you're there you're you're busy having a pint and trying to think of uh what's the name of somebody in Bernard Hilly? Turek would know, but you don't off the top of your head, unfortunately. Too small. Like, I don't know the, all the places. Can I get Burn you up. to do a perception check? Uh, yeah, I could do that. That's something I am at least proficient in. Wait, you. Damn. Okay. So you notice three things. Um, one of these people had just gotten in this tussle with some locals. Uh, you heard the voices raised, and it was something about, man, can't trust a mage. And they, they were just like, shut up! And they, they had a bit of a verbal disagreement. It came to a couple of shoves, and then it got split up. Um, you said, can't trust the mage? Was uh, it some, a bunch of people? Yeah, a bunch of people kind of around a table, kind of okay. salt, like real... Uh, kind salt of, of the earth. Yeah, just kind of probably fishermen maybe like maybe dock workers kind of having a drink uh and it's it's very classist kind of like working class folk and the other person is dressed in what at one time was probably pretty decent armor uh leather armor um they they have a look of themselves around them that they might be some kind of sailor um and but that's not what draws your eye with the 22 what draws your eye is the colors. Each mage tower has a particular color scheme, variations on a theme. And you spot a crest and you spot the color scheme of uh, of a mage tower in the armor. You see the like the embossed um, logo in the back of the armor uh, over the chest as well, over the, the breastplate. Uh, and you can tell that this is a person who worked for, uh, works for, well, I mean, hold on. I want the, you would, with a 22, you know the faction name. Um, you see that it is a mage tower sailor, but it is not Tazvarel. It is written down here somewhere, and I want to get it right, because I know you write this stuff down. Um, well, I'm writing right now. Ah, Basratal is one of the 
island-based mage towers. Their task, yeah, Basrtel. You remember it's almost in in Turug's voice. Um, Basrtel is the mage towers tasked with guarding the fourth quarter, which, if you remember correctly, is basically um, the seas in the in this um, north and eastern direction. I assume it's not. Is this mage tower? Would I know if they're allied to mine? Um, on paper, yes, they will answer each other's summons. They will assist each other. But there's so much interpolitical nonsense between these. Um, you would, with a twenty-two, you would re- realize that um, these do. They're very intense about their uh, their task of guarding the fourth quarter, um, at to, almost to the exclusion of all else. Tazvrel is much more uh, central. There, ironically, Tazvrel is guarded uh, guarding the fifth quarter, and I'm not misspeaking. Okay. Well, I take note of it, uh, uh, and he's just... Uh, I take note of him and anyone else in the room, but beyond that, I'm just kind of getting... preparing, preparing myself to uh, depart the next morning. Sure. So, um, yeah, you you don't particularly pick up a name or anything, uh, but you see he's in his cups, and he looks, he looks pissed and, like, almost itching for a fight. Um judging by the what just went on. And the locals start giving him much more of a, a wide berth. You know what? I'm kind of like in a mood, so I buy him a drink. Say, hey, like I'll get an extra drink. And I put one Why if I join you? Quick question, um, and I'll roll a perception check to see if it matters, if he picks up on it. Um, do you wear things that identify you as your faction or no um so i i do have a faction crest i don't have it emblazoned on my plate now but i i do have the crest so i can i, sh- I can show it so as i sit down i'll let him glance uh at at the crest uh, well met stranger thank you could use another I'll have a drink as well. He—he he, that's about when he clocks your crest as you kind of let your cloak fall back over it. Takes another sip. So, how do you find yourself in this podunk town? I don't imagine uh, you live here. No. No, I'm uh, kind of uh, journeying somewhere to give a message and uh, got a little bit sidetracked with uh, some inconvenient uh, yeah, people. Yeah, that going around. Yeah. So You? My ship is in dry dock. 
took a real beating. Some of those people going around you might have mentioned. If I get my hands on them. Yeah, I mean, you are a little bit of ways from the fourth quarter yourself. Well, uh, go ahead and roll persuasion to see how much you can get out of them. See if sure. you can open uh, them up some. Okay. I'm going to give you advantage because of the you're on the same side, but sort of. Okay, first roll's a 26. There's only one number that's better than a natural 19. You might as well try for it. 26. Okay, 26. Um, uh, he almost immediately begins to recount what he was in, uh, like why he was here. Yeah, fourth quarter. These, <laughs> you would not believe the things that have been stirring in the deep. And it's on us, us, to stop that, to keep it in check. So I'm tracking this one little problem and it's going well. And then all of a sudden, we end up in the churn, chasing down. And next thing I know, half of my ship is exploding. And this creature reaches up from the middle of this deep and starts attack. I swear they're starting to unify. You're with, uh, you're with this, you're with the main city. You're with Tesfrel, yeah? He, he lowers his voice. Yeah. And something stirred up and took out my ship. I mean, we can handle a lot, but I feel like, and no offense, but I feel like your leaders have been tr turning a blind eye to this section, and we keep sending our best out, and our best keep not coming. I lost half of my crew. Half. There's a lot going on, and I, you have to be careful who you can trust. So, you know what? I'm going to chat him a bit more, but I, I'm just going to kind of at least get on his good side to say, hey, you know, we're in it together. This sucks. We, we, what happened to both of us, but here I am. Here you are. Right? So, you know, at least we got each other's backs in a way. I hope so. I mean, that's all fine and good for the people in here, but the people up upstairs, they need to know this too. I'll tell them when I get back. I just have to finish this errand. Give my friend a round on me. And the bartender's like, you haven't paid your last round. Shut up. Give him a round. All right. So we'll just chat. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll just chat and kind of. But I'm, I'm basically just trying to one be on his good side. Two, if he has any information or intel to help me get to the spines, um, that's probably <laughs> what I'm kind of angling for. I don't. I don't even have a ship right now. Not for another six weeks. <sighs> I would help. I would help you out if I could. Once my ship is ready, we can 
get you close. We could probably... I don't know, that's pretty dangerous territory. Why are you going to the spines? Like I said, task for all business. Yeah. There is... Spy masters. There is... Yeah, well... There is attempts to, as you said, pay more attention to what's going out on here. They should talk to allies, not to strangers, creatures you can barely trust. At that point, you... I mean, this guy's human. You pick up these... He's a little nervous. Even I eyeballs like some of the dwarves a little bit, a little bit sideways who are uh, in the room. It, with the twenty-two, you pick up on that. Yeah. All right. Uh, he kind of turns, and I mean, you're a half elf. You're a half elf, but you do see a half elf walk in, and um, you see him clock him and kind of do a quick measure. And then um, stand up and, and go. He's like, excuse me. He gets up, goes walking over towards the door, motions towards it, and and, uh, and goes and sits at a kind of an empty table, uh, kind of further back, and motioning this half-elf that, ju- half that just came in um, to come a little bit closer. Elias. Your great-grandmother was many things in her life but towards the end i mean she's not she's still there she's still still around don't i don't want to preempt that but she thinks she's a lot more competent than uh than she really is like you keep going over there and finding the cat in the bread bin that kind of thing um and so when she I don't know if your the rest of your family is still around, uh, but you checked in on her, and um, and she was getting herself dressed in ceremonial armor and robes um, that are probably probably two to three decades old and just don't fit very well. They're like three inches too tall because she's shrunk over time, and then. Um, you know, it, it nothing fits the way it should, and she's got it half like you know the separated buttons, and yeah, it, and she's like, help me with this. Um, and um, what what do you want to say to your uh, your? I don't know what do you even call your great grandma. Just grab. Oh boy, just Grammy. Grammy. I go over, and I start helping her, and it's like this is. Why are you doing this? It's quite early in the morning for this. I I don't want to be late. Okay. Um, I guess we should get going once you're finished. Oh, good. And um, could you find my damn cat? Did you check the bread bin? Huh? You checked the bread bin and the cat bolts out of there as soon as you open the lid. Um... And she's like, no, no, where was I? And after a while, she eventually um, kind of meanders back, half-dressed back into the living room and, like, uh, prestidigitates a, um, uh, the kettle so that it suddenly starts to whistle. Um, Get that and make me a cup. Make me a cup, boy. Okay. Thank you for your manners. And he just walks over 
grabs the cup, starts pouring her the tea. Are you going to tell me where we're going? It, it, it's business. It's business. I don't know if I can trust a child with this business, but you can help. You can help, Grams. My, Grammy, I'm 18 now. I'm not a child. Yes, and yes, just yes. Gives her the tea. Um, she takes like one sip, savors it a little bit, and then immediately pours most of it out just on the ground. Um, and, but keeping the last little bit. And she pulls out a handkerchief out of her pocket and just strains it and then puts it back in the cup. So the tea leaves are left in the cup. And then she begins, yeah, bring, bring a light. All right. And I'll grab, I guess, a torch from off the, off the wall and just kind of hold it. So she, she holds the cup in such a way the light can now illuminate the leaves beneath and she's busy. Closer, closer. And you're like, I don't want to burn you. <laughs> and she eventually, you see her kind of reading the leaves. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. This is shit. Uh, you're welcome. No, boy. This... This, and she points emphatically at the leaves. Oh! What do you see? I feel like you've already given me the answer, but I'll give it a look. And I'll swirl it around, and I'll just be like... Yeah, I guess shit. There's no other way to put it. Roll Arcana for me. If you want to spend a spell slot, you could actually also cast Augury... Technically, I would allow that. Nah, let's go Arcana. Jesus Christ, 12. <laughs> I mean, it's all clumpy. Um, there, there are ways to divine the future, to affect it, to change it. And you, you're familiar with some of those ways. But whatever your grams sees in the bottom of her cup eludes you. You take her at her word. And she's like, ah. Listen. I need to find my cat. And it's a simple message. I need you to run an errand for me. Can you do that? Yeah. I'm not going to let you do it in your nice clothes. I can write it down for you if you wish, but you'll have to burn the paper when you're done. I can just remember it. It's fine. But you forgot your times tables just the other week. That was like eight years ago. I was... I was Ted. And math is not my strong suit. And she like pats you on the head. I need you to send a message. There's a man. He's from the, the Balthasar. His name okay. is Hudrick. And I need you to tell him, boy. I need you to tell him. The message. He 
needs to fix his things on his own. And I am semi-retired and I'm not going to help him. Okay. You tell him to eat shit. I'll say it's and from you. she passes you. you the cup. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go find Hudrick now. Good. You're okay to go to the ceremony by yourself? Oh, I'm too old for that. I'm going to go lie down. All right. Well, I guess I'll be on my way. Just make sure you uh, take the clothes off. And store it properly. Also, leave the door open so the cat can come back in. Oh, yes. If you see the cat, you tell him. You tell him. And then she okay, goes, that's she okay, literally just, walks away okay. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm going to go on my way. Can I see if I find the cat before I leave? Sure. Do a perception check for me. Yeah. Oh, there we go. 26. Oh, damn. You spot the cat just busy licking its paw, like, up on this fence in the backyard, uh, and it looks at you, and in this light, you can see the ever-so-slight translucent nature of this creature. It's, um, the light from behind, you can see the apple trees in the background, um, uh, just, it, it is clearly a familiar, and it clearly doesn't like whatever... Your grams makes it like it's just it's kind of getting it's been around a long time. It's getting really lots of attitudes of itself. And it looks at you and, and you swear to God, you don't speak cat, but you swear to God, this thing sighs. I just look at him like just like me too. OK, just don't leave her. And hops down off the fence, pads back inside. And I will set off to find Hudrick. All right. I'm going to get you to do a investigation check. See if you can track down somebody named Hudrick. Oh, damn. 26. 26. So you might not have been great at math, uh, as you said, but you definitely pay attention to patterns and uh, whispers, and you manage to track down pretty quickly quickly talking to like not even half a dozen people in town you're just like all right it's a small town you go down you happen to know the uh this um you happen to know that uh you like the quartermaster's like brother you go and talk to him and and very quickly you are told that Hudrick, Hudrick, yeah that's uh yeah yeah his ship's up in dry dock um he yeah He'll probably be drinking up at the tavern about now. And, uh, uh, yeah, they give you a quick description. Human, um, definitely, and they kind of drop their, their voice and like, yeah, mage. So, you know. Noted. Thank you very much, sir. Say you hey know. to your, uh, your, your grams for me. I'll try and then head off to the tavern i guess first yeah nice all right gex is old we're gonna come back to you but we're gonna take a little break first just a little five, uh, five or eight minute or 
I keep forgetting to do those, so feel free to pipe up and do that. Interweebs, stick around for a couple of, uh, stick around for a little bit. We'll be back in uh, five minutes or so, and we'll continue our story with season two, Strange Acquaintances. Even stranger or something. I don't know. See you in a few. And welcome back 10 seconds early. Boo! Sorry. I meant to say 10 minutes, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I hope you're having a wonderful evening. We are back. We're going to be playing some oh, Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, we are going to uh, return to our story of intrigue and backstabbery and front stabbery uh, and monsters and mayhem and mages. Um, so let's dive back in. And, uh, hi, everybody. So we've established the underpinnings of the small town of Burnham. Uh, Keep Bernard. I keep saying the wrong name. Uh, but uh, there are now two new members. Two new inhabitants of Bernard. Stepping off onto the dock, standing tall, your bald um, Goliath head kind of glistening in the sunshine. You breathe in the sea air. And the port is bustling around you. You had to clamber up a, a wooden ladder at the edge of one of these piers. You can hear the knocking sounds of a, an outrigger canoe, uh, actually a small cluster of them, kind of tied loosely towards the bottom of one of these docks as you are finally ashore. And you look to your left there, uh, Gex, and as you're one of your companions comes climbing up several of them but one of them in particular she doesn't look good mm -mm. Isold, I'm gonna need you to do a constitution saving throw please okay <sighs> I just kind of rub her on the back oh no you'll be fine you'll be fine breathe deep breathe deep no. The air is a cure for such things. Eat. <laughs> Look to the horizon. You'll be fine. <laughs> that, that sound <laughs> of the... Oh, yeah. The fish you ate is not sitting well. Ooh. And it is. Uh, Dex, I'm going to need you... Well, you're you're a ro uh, Gex. You're, you're a rogue. Uh, I'm, I, do a dexterity saving throw. Just to see if you can get out of the way. Let's see. Uh, let's see if we can handle that. Yeah, twenty-one. Oh yeah, you easily sidestep and just your long reach of your arms, you're just rubbing her back from an ever so slight distance, holding her hair because you're a nice guy. Um, all right, so you have landed in Bernard. Where or what? What? Do you, where do you want to go? And what do you want to do? Hmm. Let's go find somewhere to sleep this off. It's probably a good idea. In a little... I need food. You need sleep. No food. <laughs> come, come. Come, young one. Let's go. 
start heading pubwards. Sure thing. Um, now you've done some traveling before, Gex, but I don't think you've ever been here before. Um, oh, doubt it. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a smaller town. It's not near any of the major trading post uh, routes. Um, you gather pretty quickly. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see the map. I've dragged you all to the town of Bernard. By the way, thank you very much to Daniel's Maps on Patreon for this. I am not the artist. He is, so they are. So go check that out. Okay, so um, you can gather pretty quickly. There's the old docks, the North Gate, the old Watchtower, the new docks, the Busby Beard, Bushy Beard Tavern. I'm sorry, uh, I can't read. Uh, the Fish Market. You can smell the Fish Market, and it causes. Uh, is old to wretch even more. Hilda's been awful quiet, but she will say, I think she's there. We may need to retcon that later. Um, uh, there's a temple further, kind of right in the heart of the down, uh, the, the downtown. Uh, and there's kind of a market right there with all these different stalls. Um, most of it's fish, but there's some other things on, uh, for sale at a few of the, uh, the different stalls, uh, out amongst that. There's also some, uh, a, a mix of homes and some small businesses in the buildings around. Uh, you also get gather pretty um, uh, early on. You get get a glimpse near the quartermasters um, that uh, you know there is uh, uh, you know north docks and south docks and so forth. Uh, can I get you to do an investigation check for me, uh, Gex? Uh, eight. Well, you don't gather a lot of uh, news, unfortunately. Um, basically, it's n nobody really wants to talk to you because you have someone with you who is very, very busy being sick into a sack. Uh, so it's a little hard to get a good read on the town. Um, pretty quickly, though, uh, you gather that right near the center of the village probably has, or the town, probably has an inn. So you kind of wander through the fish market for a little while. Um, and that does not go over very well for Isolde, unfortunately. Uh, but eventually you do see a sign of a tavern called the Bushybeard Tavern. Well, yeah, we'll head in there. Sure. And, uh... It is number five on the map, if anybody wants yeah. to. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, All so right. I'll head in and kind of uh, approach tavern owner type looking person. If I, if I can establish that someone does appear to run the place. Absolutely. And uh, see about a room for Isolde. And then I'll, I'll also ask if there is a, a money changer in town that can... It won't know what. Money, you want money? Well, there are people that fish for money. I this, believe that you know, it, this is a very prolific fishing town, uh, apparently. Well, but, uh, people do you go know... make a good living. Mm -hmm. Uh, the innkeeper is kind of a bit of a gruff guy, he's busy. It's actually a surprisingly busy place right now, so they're busy kind of running about. Um, they're it seems a little understaffed at the time, uh, but mostly uh, it's kind of locals drinking, uh, kind of gr small groups here and there. Um, and uh, the the 
innkeep. He's a bigger human dude with a bushy beard, not surprisingly. Um, and uh, he kind of looks over your shoulder at, and at Isold as she's kind of turning a, a sickly pale green. He's like, is something wrong with her? Oh, she doesn't take too well to the sea. If I could get a chunk of bread and a tankard of water for her, much appreciate it. Toss oh, yeah. a coin on the counter. All right, all right. Then, um, just make sure she's not sick on my floors. No, do, uh, do you have rooms available? We got some rooms upstairs. You want one, two? Uh, we'll we'll take one for now. Ah, oh, yeah. And then, uh, so uh, yeah, that's gonna situated. with the meal and the room that's gonna run you about uh, uh, three gold for the three of you. I'm assuming. Well, no, Hilda Hilda's gonna be on a different runabout. It's just the two of you right now. Yeah. And oh, actually, there is a third of you. So, cut back to that. As you were leaving, you were called aside uh, by Vesra, and. Uh, uh, Isold and, and and Gex, you were told um yes, oh hold on I, I have a voice for Vesra and it's gonna drive Darcy crazy uh, that's not it, that's that's a different I need you, whoa, what is that that sounds weird, okay I need you to bring someone along to talk on behalf of the of the dragons. Can you do that? I suppose that won't be, um... Sure, we can do that. Good, good. I'll have to meet you down at the Lizardfolk village. Okay. You're gonna need to bring an envoy on behalf of myself and my father. Lesren. So you meet this Lesseran down by the village, uh, a large, almost seven, seven and a half foot tall lizard folk guy dressed in bits of collected armor, but mostly a kind of a cobbled together chain armor carrying a, a, a pack, which is pretty high, uh, high level gear for somebody in uh, the, the lizard folk community. I mean, most of them are pretty uh unadvanced let's say um so this makes him stand out a bit but um you were uh requested to bring this dragon envoy with you named lesseran well someone i can look at eye to eye all right now in your travels we can cut back and forth but during your travels you get to know lesseran he's n not much of a speaker um doesn't talk all that often does understand and does speak uh but generally most of his answers have been monosyllabic um and he's just kind of like yes you will take me you will introduce me to these mage peoples and i will speak on behalf of Esra. all right well sure you sound like just fantastic company i am fantastic company Sure, you got lots of cool stories. Sweet. All right. Well, he, he's okay. that silent, awkward, like 
Yeah. All right, yeah, cut back. So he is scene. on the docks. You can bring him into town if you want, or you can leave him at the... Yeah, yep. Keep him close. I'll keep him close. Uh, yeah, so I'll get Izzold situated, and then... Uh, why, Izzold, why don't you chill here for a little bit? I'm going to do a bit of a tour around the town, get a lay of the land, and come back. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm just home. sleep. Me, Yeah. Sleep. Like, tuck her into bed and close the door. All right. Oh, that was a bit of a swift hit. Um, you come back oh, downstairs. It's town exploring music right it there. Is. It's town exploring. Yeah. So you go back down to the tavern, and you know, it's starting to get a bit later in the day. Um, they've, they've got a, a flute player in the corner kind of doing their thing. Um, it's doing a sea shanty mostly. Uh, and it's getting a little lively. Some people coming in and going. Um, and everyone, and I mean everyone, is leaving a really wide berth around this lizard folk um, massive guy, Lesseran, sitting at a table waiting for you to come back down. Drink untouched in front of him. Why don't you... Uh... Why don't you come along with me? Go for a wee stroll. See what I, kind of town we got here. I can stroll. And he gets up. I bet you can. Um, and, ugh. Like, you thought people looked at you funny being a Goliath? This guy, they're just, like, actively, like, jumping out of the way mm-hmm. of. Um, as, as you're walking out, um... Uh, do a do a perception check for me. Time to perceive. Eighteen. That's not bad. Okay, you. You're just kind of casting your eyes. You got his old tucked away in the corner. Let me just roll something real quick here. Uh, okay. Um. So. You're looking about, and you spot a couple of different things. You can see kind of the wallflowers and locals and fishermen. um, Somebody kind of standing by the edge, kind of ducking in and around, wandering the market as well. Um, uh, uh, You can see several people who stand out as not being, like, fishermen. Um, So one of them is this pretty pretty sizable, big shoulders on them sitting at the bar, um, half-elf fella. Uh, you also see uh, in the corner, you're just about to leave, kind of ushering the lizard folk out in front of you, uh, the lizard man out in front of you, and your eyes kind of glaze over the room in that way that, you know, that, that practiced way of somebody who casing a room that are, has seen you through many of your adventures, and your eyes just glaze over and then lock back on the threshold was 18 as you see a familiar face oh. you recognize a face is it Tammy better not be Tammy it's not Tammy that'd be fun though plot point I could I could do that it's not Tammy. It's not, well, <laughs> you, we can save Tammy. Tammy. Let's keep Tammy on the, on the side for just a second. 
Well, I'm. Oh, now I want it to be Tammy. Interweaves? Do we want Tammy here? No. Um, it's actually. It's both. They've had a terrible accident. Oh. Transporter so. accident. Yeah. <laughs> you see Too a big. human fella. Tall, lean, mean, wearing kind of bronze or brown edged leather armors with kind of shellacked blue cent uh, central uh, pieces. The last time you saw them, they were also wearing a white cloak flung over their shoulder and a massive albatross flying above them, circling on the deck of your ship as you were being inspected by a mage from one of the Mage Tower ships, the very ship that pursued you shortly thereafter. Hunting. Oh, no, yeah. I'm very impressed he survived the explosion. You spot him. What do you want to do? I want to ensure I am not um, re reciprocally spotted. Roll a stealth check. Yeah. What's my stealth bonus? Uh, 24. They appear to be waiting for somebody, kind of drumming the table. They've just moved over to uh, a side table by the look of the way they were moving and just sat down. Um, and as they're turning around, you duck behind the lizard, lizard folk and his, uh, he eyeballs this lizard man in front of you, um, who you are now in front of ducking around uh, and now are stopping in the entrance using your own companion as a cover. I'll just whisper to him, on second thought, would you mind just hanging out here uh, in case Isold wakes up? That'd be great. Thanks. See you. Bye. I do not mind hanging out. <laughs> I'm just gone. And he turns around and walks back inside and then goes and sits back at his table. And like this other fisherman who was just sitting down there, actually uh, another person was just sitting down there that what was an empty table. And the, the large lizard man looks at this uh, little, t relatively tiny, comparatively human, and eyeballs them with these strained lizard eyes and looks at them and says, I am hanging out. What are you doing? So what are you doing, Empty? Oh, that's fine. I was actually thinking of approaching them because I was like, oh, dang, this is like... People are leaving this person's presence, and then therefore there will be less people. But you actually already put me there. I love that. <laughs> I'm just trying to not be noticed right now. Me too. <laughs> How do you think I'm doing? I mean, people... Yeah, good. I think we're both doing good. I'm empty. So. Empty wisdom. I'm Lesrin. Lesrin. 
You seem nice. I am nice. I like to think I am too, but I guess the other people need to sort of tell me that to really know. I can tell you that. You seem nice. Well, thank you. And then the awkward silence stretches out and the flute playing goes on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it's a comfortable silence. Okay, yeah, you just settle <laughs> into a comfy like, yeah, silence. Nice. Well, actually, yeah, maybe. I mean, you're kind of used to silence being, you know, a monk of sorts. All right. The, the like, birth that people are, like... I can't say that correctly. My brain just froze. You know what I'm saying. People are giving a wide berth and that is making me more comfortable oh perfect yeah it's like uh yeah. the the presence is clearing out an area around and you're like okay this isn't so bad mm -hmm. nice i like it yeah nice. exactly mm -hmm. and it's not even like it's like the lizard folk uh is cold-blooded so it's like you don't even get the sense the same sense that there's mm -hmm. a living thing yeah it's a different calmer uh calmerness that's a real word no it's not Anyway, so you're you're chilling at the table with a lizard man. You know, Damn. like you do. This must be just every town has one of these. I guess. Yeah. I'm learning all sorts of new things. Um at, at about this point, uh there's kind of a cut over towards the bar, people are coming and going, and somebody comes in and, and is talking with the bar bartender. Uh, and uh the bushy beard bartender turns over to the, the half elf. Uh, wizard Elias is like, Oh, Roy, um, yeah, I saw him here. He was, um, oh, there he is. He's over there. Thank you, sir. And I'm just gonna walk on over. Uh, as you start to walk away, you can see that the hand just slightly extended out, like, yeah, no, 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 okay. <laughs> gonna look, looking for the, no, no, Tim, okay. No. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, you go towards the corner where uh, you see um, this kind of live, uh, lean human sitting in the corner, looking a little grouchy and kind of nursing a, a cup. Uh, he's he sat down just a little while ago, uh, judging by the look of things, kind of still settling himself in, um, and he looks up as you approach. As uh, the man you're told is Hudrick. Hey, uh, sorry to disturb you while you're off duty, but I have a message from somebody. That sounds suspicious. I'm not trying to be suspicious. It's from my grandma. Uh, I know would, that sounds you just even say worse. her name. You would know it. We can yeah. establish that later. Or you can just, yeah. on the what? What? Wait, actually, this would be a perfect time. Internet or other players, what's his gram-gram's name? Just saying. Or you can say yourself if you have established it in canon. Oh, no. We'll keep it open. Anybody want to give me a name? Anybody at the table? Or the internet? We Ma. need a name. Just Ma? Mima. 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 I was thinking like Beatrice or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good name. Do that. Beatrice. Beatrice. Uh, yeah. I'm Beach's grandson. Nice to meet you, Elias. Um, 
And she said, and I apologize if this sounds a bit harsh, but apparently the tea leaves were harsh. Uh, you need to fix things on your own. He's Sorry, I should have whispered that. That I should not have made your <laughs> It's just that public. moment the the bar the person playing the flute took a break too, so the whole place goes quiet and they're like, fix it oh. on your own. Oh no. You're just suddenly like, oh, what? Um and he kind of glances up at you with this intense look. And he's just like Another fine example. Of allyship. Is there anything else, boy? Um, I feel kind of bad now. And I know this is kind of going against what my grandma said. Um, but if you have a problem, I can help solve it. Can you fix a ship in less than six weeks? No, but if we take a more holistic approach, I could probably take care of whatever broke the ship. Have a seat. And he sits down. You could bring half my crew back to life. Uh, no, but working holistically again... If we take care of the thing that broke your ship and my condolences killed half your crew, then, you know, speaking going forward, like it, it wouldn't kill another ship in half crew. So uh, do an either insight check or just straight to a persuasion check for me. Uh, let's. Oh, where's my sheet? Let's go for persuasion. 17. Damn it. That's not too bad. <laughs> not a fantastic for what you could probably pull off, but yeah, it's not too, too bad. So um, he looks up at you and he's like, you can see this barely contained rage, but it softens a little bit and he looks back at it you can you get the impression he's been in in the drink for a lot of the day and probably was spoiling for a fight but he doesn't think he doesn't appear to be taking you as a target instead he's just like you bring me sons of bitches responsible and i will personally make sure that you get a patron. Assuming you take after Beatrice. Yeah! Huddles down. You magic user boy. Uh, yep, that's the name of the game for my family, whether I like it or not. Yeah, well, some people don't look too kindly on that. Well, we try not to align too closely because if you know my grandma then you know what we do and like it's a bit unfair if like we're on someone's side if that makes sense well 
my experience, I'll give you a bit of advice for free. You pick a side. Or a side picks you as a target. Duly noted. So, about this thing that attacked you. a ship hastily painted letters you ever hear of a ship called the bullship roll history check if you want to okay that's a 12 oh no none of us have ever heard of that ship <laughs> Can I do, like, an insight check to see if he's, like, joshing me? Sure, yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, like a reasonable assumption. That's a 14. It's He's a bit hard to read, but you... I mean, he doesn't appear to be lying. Like, he, he keeps a straight face when he says it. Okay. Uh, I've what heard of any? it now. What about any hags? Sea Besides hags. My... Well, oh, okay. <laughs> he kind of <laughs> chuckles at that. No. Well, they keep mostly over towards the west of here, but this tracking one. A coven, really. Found one cornered it and then she and a bunch of those wads decided to destroy my ship so if you ever now okay word let me know if you Will got do. your grandmother's gift and you get an idea where this might have where there might be I'll give you good coin. Okay. Sounds like a deal. And with a 17, he seems to be gruff, but has somewhat taken you in uh, and uh, kind of motions towards the bar. Get around for my... I've colleague here. And the bard picks up the... The flute again and starts playing another she 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 all right um I'll leave the floor open what do people want to do you're all in the basically the same zone so so just the the guy that I recognize did I recognize just the one guy or did I recognize the he's got some crew with him um you can do another perception check and see with 18 you noticed him but yeah you same roll again can peek in again kind of through the window and and, and see an 18 same again yeah all right so you you can tell that some people are definitely going by and greeting him. You don't recognize the people he's immediately near. But a couple of people have greeted him 
one guy is sitting with him, uh, but you don't recognize that that guy. Pretty young. Um, and the rest don't appear to be... Uh, uh, it it kind of depends on how long you want to stand outside and, and skulk. I just want to I just want to take like a five or ten seconds to like look at anybody that's sort of with him to see if I recognize like or just if I can tell like are they with him right mm -hmm. even if I don't recognize him per se I want to yeah. try and get a sense of does he have a group of dudes with him it looks like he at the moment it's hard to tell uh he definitely has somebody sitting with one person sitting with him uh, but he kind of locks eyes and nods and exchanges a few words over the next couple minutes with a few other people. A couple people at the bar, the bartender, uh, the person who was sitting with him. Um, and that's about what you get. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to know what to do right there, because that is definitely some danger. Um... Isolde, you yeah. really, you're very parched. You wake, you kind of, your throat's a bit raw. You could really use maybe a meal. Your stomach has finally stopped churning. Maybe a, maybe a drink, maybe a bit of hair of the dog. What do you want to do? Mommy? Mommy? Is that you? Mm. Oh, dear, I feel like I just got hit in the head with a fish you can hear oh. downstairs the music it, it and the smell of non-fish for a little bit oh coming up from thank below God. like this smells like some kind of stew or something and it's the first thing that hasn't churned you still have that my feeling stomach like the land is doing yeah. this but it's calmed down a little bit I'm just gonna kind of look around, get my bearings. Sure, you're in a room. Um, Gex tucked you in. Uh, you've had a little rest now, but you're you're feeling a lot better now. Uh, you're on the second floor of a tavern in a small podunk town uh, on the edge okay. of some islands. Uh, what do you want to do? You're upstairs right now. I'm gonna look around for my gear. Yeah, it's all there. And uh, gear up and. I'm going to follow my nose to that lovely, stewy smell. Sure thing. All right, so you make your way down, uh, out and down the stairs, uh, kind of into the, the main tavern room. Uh, you can see there's a innkeep behind the bar, a uh, big bushy beard. Quite, It's actually getting pretty full in here. It's it's almost the only inn uh, and uh, tavern in town. So it's starting to fill up as the evening kicks on. Probably getting around dinner time. Um you see the bartender, kind of big old grizzly beard, uh, and he kind of looks up at you as you come down the stairs. Can I get you something? Uh, anything but fish. <laughs> right. Beef costs extra. Fine. Gotta ship it in from over the, over the pass. That's so, okay. So he starts to... My um, friend is gonna pay. Oh, the big fella. Yeah. Or that one. Yeah. And he points over towards that the one. lizard man. sure. And, uh, and uh, you can see the lizard man sitting at a table with somebody else just looking around. The eyes doing the sideways blink thing. Yeah, she'll just agree and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Whoever you say, that's who's paying. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And he motions towards the kind of the end of the bar. It's it's one of the few seats available in the whole place. So you end up kind of perched up at the at the L of the bar. Um, it'll be out in a few minutes. Okay, thank you. So go ahead and do a perception check for me. Okie dokie. At disadvantage, correct? Yes. Thirteen. All right. It, it's a pretty busy place. Uh, you kind of clock. There's a there's a half elf. You kind of, and there's also a half elf. Uh, further down in the kind of off towards the corner, um, there's quite a few kind of townies and uh, and and sailor types and and uh, fisherman types. Judging by the smell of it, you kind of avoid those tables. And uh, not a bad little flute player, kind of down towards the end. You're kind of just tapping your foot, listening to the music. Bartender puts a big bowl of beef stew in front of you, and it sm it smells a lot better, and it doesn't smell like fish. And um, I do need you to do a quick. Uh, uh, charisma saving throw. Okay. Now, this isn't an ability check, so I get my regular roll, right? That's right. Nice. 19. 19. So you you get the whole, like, verbal as you, like, get excited about food, and then your stomach gives one last gurgle, but you manage to keep keep it down and not belch out loud um and the innkeep uh kind of gives you a nod and and uh and you're sitting there just starting to enjoy your stew and your your stomach's starting to settle a little bit um all right um <sighs> oh good no no keep going um there is a table with uh with the the lizard folk guy that you're supposed to be escorting, uh, and some person sitting with them, kind of quietly, both looking around. I'll uh, pick up my bowl and just saunter over. Sure. Um, you kind of walk over and stand next to the lizardman, and he kind of looks up at you. Yes. I'm going to eat now. He, he Actually, kinda, what? He kind of takes his long clawed finger and spears a piece of beef out of your bowl and just kind of the long kind of lizard tongue just flicks out and brings it in. Razor sharp looking teeth kind of busy tearing it to pieces as he chews. At first, I kind of get kind of ticked off, and then I realize, meh, he's paying. It's all good. <laughs> nice. Um, he kind of gives a nod. Where did you get this? There. From them. Harry dude. He stands up. Harry man. I require this. And he points at the bowl, and half the... And again, the music kind of... It just comes to a stop as half the room is looking up this almost eight foot tall lizard man pointing at you. Um, and then the bartender kind of gives the nod and 
The music slowly comes back. He gets a bowl after a few minutes. You all sit around. You're hanging out. Uh, chewing. All right, Gex, what are you doing? Um, he's going to leave that be for a second. Um, uh, going to just take a quick, like, run through the streets to kind of, not like run, but, you know, go through the streets, just get a sense of the shape of the place, what's where. Sure. Um, and then go come ahead back. Do a quick investigation check for me. While he's doing that, at some point I'm going to finish, like, I've, once I've settled in, I'm mm -hmm. actually going to go check out the shipwright, like the like the shipping docks, to see okay. if there's a ship available uh, for passage to the spines. For sure. Because I, I literally just kind of rode in, got to the inn, settled in, relaxed a bit, got some food in me, and got a room. But now I think I'm like, well, this guy who I haven't talked to, it's going to be like six weeks, no way. There must be another ship that's going along the way to the spine, so I'm going to check out Passage. Sure thing. So I need you to do an investigation roll as well. Oh, and Steve, you got 18. So it takes you a little bit to get a, the lay of the land. You you take in the market. Um, things are starting to get packed up. It's only about maybe 7 o'clock. The sun is still up, but it's getting close to the horizon. Um, there's kind of a, a bit more of a manor situation going on. Um, uh <clears throat> like a town hall type place, but it is closed for business already. Uh, and then lots of little buildings kind of scattered around a few dock uh, docks and what not warehouses per se, but like you can tell they're used mostly for storage closer to the docks. Um, as you approach the docks from whence from whence you came, there is kind of one building that's kind of very close to the docks and it looks to be some kind of office as well. So, that seems to be uh, probably your best bet for finding somebody in charge of organizing the variety of motley ships that seem to come and go. And you... Um, you yeah, I might just pop in there for a second then. Sure. Ask um, a couple of questions. Sure thing. I'm not really investigating. I'm really just going to ask. Oh, okay. First use my persuasion. Yeah. Oh, well, they... Um, Talithar. What's your name again? Talithar? Yeah, Talithar. So Tal, you uh, ask uh, who who are you gonna ask? Uh, just around or barkeep or? I'll ask the bartender before I go. Like I settle up. Say, oh sure. Looking for uh, passage on a ship. Right, you better go down and talk to Tony. He uh, he's it, pr probably closing up shop pretty soon. And he points I'll in the direction the of the quartermaster's office. Yeah, and I tip him for the direction. Then I'll head off to quartermaster. You can kind of see him grip the coin and be like, right, proper. About time someone knows how to behave. <laughs> and you, you kind of start going on. And uh, you walk past some weirdos and a big lizard man pointing at a bowl of stew. Um, anyway, so you, you push your way past all of that at the door and head on out. And uh, let's say uh, just you end up at the quartermaster just as the the shop is looks like the they're like walking up to turn the sign like closed uh and you both get there at exactly the same time the two of you standing side by side outside of gex and talithar uh basically knocking at the door being like come on come on what do you do 
I just kind of nod at him. I just kind of uh, shrug. And, uh... Oh, <clears throat> you can see that they're you're literally reaching yet. for the lock. Trying and not I, to And I literally you. say, you're not closed yet. Roll intimidation or persuasion. Okay. I agree. Just a couple of questions for you. Do it with advantage, because he's helping you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could use it. Thirteen. Thirteen. This, she's like early, early twenties. Just kind of looks you both in the eye as she's reaching for the lock. And she kind of gives this like, sorry. Click. And flips the sign. Looks you both cold dead in the eye and shrugs like it's out of her power like the tides and she turns around and she walks away and you're both just like wow this town just does not seem to have interest in doing business now does it and not and well that's a sad state of affairs yeah it means I have to spend the night here until they open in the morning well I've spent nights in worse places I will say that I've also spent nights in better places you don't look like for you're from around here nope I am not. And you? Kind of motion at myself. Do you think I look like I'm from around here? Well, uh, yeah. go ahead and describe yourself well, a little bit, though, Talithar. What are you wearing? Half elf, all for a human, but I'm I'm wearing full plate armor. Stand out like a sore fucking thumb in this town, <laughs> with the shield and. Fancy sword, you know, sword that looks probably not normal. Um, and I look like basically a knight um, who doesn't seem very pleased right now. But has proper etiquette, but is used to kind of also uh, getting his way. And Gex, when he looks at you, what does he see? Well, he's definitely looking quite upwards at me um he's he's like tall bald bearded um somewhat grizzled but uh he, he's got resting happy to see you face <laughs> uh at the same time uh but definitely uh you know could like could be imposing if he wants to but but um can see that he's not really interested in intimidating you we're trying to uh yeah big big dude he's probably a little over 500 pounds seven and a half feet tall yeah so he'll kind of like just look down and and, and smile and kind of like knock on the plate mail a little bit and it goes you must uh you must have connections uh you know, you must have uh, visited a good armor or two in your day. 
You could say that. By the way, Gex, you are in quite literally borrowed clothes. Mm. You don't even have leather armor right now. He, uh, yes, but he does have the T-Rex hide. That's true. You could use a good armor and, uh, to put that together. That's exactly what he's interested in. So he's like, uh, you know, I've been, I'm, I'm, I am here in town looking around for an armor. Uh, you haven't by chance come across one in town. I, I'm assuming this is not new, and that's not why you're here. But you know, a person such as you arrived in town. I'm looking for a ship. A Passage. Ship. Oh, and uh, something we actually have in common. Where, where do you wish to head? Like do an insight check on him, just uh Sure. Go ahead and roll insight. Uh Gex, go ahead and roll either persuasion, uh deception, or intimidation, whichever one you want. Well, he's actually not trying to hide anything. No, no. So that'd be probably persuasion. Fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, he doesn't appear to be hiding anything. Uh you uh you gather that he you could use it's funny because some of his stuff that you glance at him and some of his gear looks well taken care of and well worn, but he's not wearing any kind of armor at all. Um, that tracks that he he's he's carrying a big satchel like a, and a big bag, but other than that, uh, he looks like a traveler and he seems to be honest uh, in his. It doesn't seem to be hiding all that much. I'm heading towards the spines. Oh, yes, and which, which islands in particular? Uh, you know, a couple of islands. They're on some business. I don't I don't exactly tell them the, the very specific island. I just say, this is the area I'm going to. Hmm. Um, What's your interest? Well, my... Uh, my traveling companion and i are short some traveling companions and uh, you know i'm always interested in meeting people who are uh of stout character and uh if you yourself are traveling in a similar direction it could be advantageous for us to uh be at least temporarily companioned. Uh, Where are you headed? Well, we are headed back to Tazvarel. Mm. At least uh, temporarily. So we're going opposite ways. Are we? I can't remember. Yeah. Or, or am I getting it backwards? We are going no, opposite you're quite ways. right. You guys are headed back to Tazvarel, and he's coming from Tazvarel to the Spines. Well, you don't know about that yet, but right. So, you, um, so meanwhile, as you're having this chat, walking back towards the inn, presumably, um, Elias, you're kind of getting this awkward sense, uh, for a little while, uh, of this guy who's almost forgotten you're there, but then he his eyes focus on you for a moment as he kind of takes it, takes in the room, and then he looks over at you and he says. Would you like to earn your keep? I can pay. 
Um, that's a bit of a loaded proposal. I would need more information. All I need you to do <laughs> is watch that one. And I'll be right back. If they leave, you find out where they go. Fair? Who, who is he pointing at? He's pointing at right next to the lizard man. There's this, well, pretty nondescript half-elf. Um, uh, is old. Go ahead and describe your character a little bit. Okay, so you see a relatively short um, half-elf who uh, is five foot. Uh, I've got short, very short, spiky hair, just kind of wildly going everywhere. Uh, And these blazingly blue eyes and i am wearing oh yeah for sure definitely that um and i'm wearing uh some black studded leather and i've got bow on one side and sickle on kind of hanging on my you take in that's who he wants an eye on (laughs) all right uh can i ask why i'll do it but you know a little bit of reasoning is always good he he kind of puts his hand on the table and slides it towards you lifts his gloved hand and underneath you see like four gold that's why at least I'm worth a good Uh, bounty damn and it won't be long oh okay but only if you answer my question when you come back but I also take the four gold. <laughs> <laughs> nice, you pocket it. Yeah, that's your inventory. So you kind of sit there, and he's like, he stands up, turns around, kind of walks out the other way, down towards the kitchen. You hear a slight, like, conversation kind of echoing through, like a mumble, and then, um, and then, and then it's quiet again. And then the rest of the inn is just still doing its thing for a bit. After a couple of minutes, um, you see, uh, you see. Uh, half elf big guy wearing plate come back inside and a, a few seconds later you see this big gray head kind of poke in just a quick little way is clear everything looks fine so then you see the a goliath come back in they're just finishing up a conversation uh and they come in and and uh um gex you kind of mentioned maybe traveling with uh, Talithar, you can you can join them at their table if you want, or you can do your own thing at the bar. Where are you headed? I think Talithar will probably he's not he's not kind of in the mood to like be chummy with random random people. He's on a mission. Yeah. So while he's willing to be friendly, he's also going in a different direction. He doesn't want to give up too much. So he'll he'll be nearby at the bar. 
Okay. But he has no idea who these people are. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So you kind of give a nod, finish up your conversation, and and head over to the bar. Uh, Gex, you join your your party at the table with plus one apparently. Um, you sit down. There's a fairly under-equipped human. Greetings. Uh, hi. I am Where? Gex. Oh, please introduce yourself. Oh, um, uh, empty wisdom. Hmm. Well met. My name is Gex Techford. I found you. this one. They are comfortable. Yeah. Is uh just ta is is that wizard dude that I don't like here still? <laughs> no. You stuck your head like eye in the room to make sure before you went walking and he wasn't there anymore at that table. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not to like you know, cut things short, but I think maybe that's a good spot to stop oh. for the night. Coming up real quick though. So you guys are sitting there a couple of seconds, um, and then you hear the door thump open, and you kind of turn and look, and uh, you see one, two, three, four, five, six, ten, eleven people come in the room, and they're not subtle. They they have the march of almost a march of soldiers. If it wasn't for their equipment, you might think it was kind of a, like a local police, like a constabulary or a militia. But they are wearing bits and pieces. Some of them uh, worse for wear. A couple, one, a couple of them have freaking peg legs. Um, as, uh, but their armor is more or less matching, although some miss pieces here and there. Kind of a gold bronze trim on the outside blue lacquered leather armor and they come walking in bearing weapons uh, not out and up but definitely armed and looking around the room and as they part from the entryway out steps this le le slender but imposing visage of, of Captain Hudrick and he points at is old and then gives a look as Gex turns around and locks eyes with him. Well, he spotted me now. Raggy. All right. That one. Take them alive. Oh, how about no? <laughs> oh, to, what is, Table, right does he mean us? <laughs> yep. And oh. with that, we're going to pause right there as you stand cornered in the inn and everyone else is watching and being like, what? You know, this is a good segue into this week's sponsor. Okay, <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Love it's it. Actually, it's actually very good. Says you see because if you suffer from uh, you know unscientifically self-diagnosed OCD, uh, and you're someone who's extremely overly organized, um, and this is something that bothers you, 
you can reach out to uh, a, a newly developed service called Reverse Ikea. When things are just overly structured in your life, when uh, things are too boxed in, you're tired of being pigeonholed in general, you just get Reverse Ikea. We will send 11 highly stimulated apes to your house who have all recently been <laughs> watching many, many organizational reality shows backwards. They just tear the place up, throw everything all over the place, because if it's not just like strapped down or nailed down, you obviously don't need it. Cleanse your life on Reverse Ikea. Reverse Ikea is not responsible for damages, injury, or personal constipation. I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve, for the Reverse Ikea. And thank you, players. I hope uh, give a round of, round of, round of, round of applause. Um, thank you for your patience. Always a bit slow bringing everybody together in a tavern. Uh, but... Uh, Weaving the threads. I'm kind of glad how that all... Gotta do it. It's tradition. Exactly. I mean, you can't not do that. I mean, you have to. Um, So, yeah, one other thing Mm -hmm. is, uh, for those who don't know, um, we uh, ask you to help us name an episode. So does anybody have any ideas for the episode name? Anybody at the table? Anybody online? Uh, Happy to hear an episode title for episode 20. Give it a few seconds. Or new beginnings. What was the first thing you said? Entering Bernard, which is the town. Or we're, I we're know. entering Bernard. It could be taken a different way. Um, <laughs> or new beginnings. <laughs> so I Enter- just like entering, entering new Bernard. Bernard. I love the mashup title. You know me. <laughs> No, I like entering Bernard. Entering, entering, <laughs> Bernard. I got oh, you know what that can work. means so much. It's got it's layered. We're complicated. It is layered. We're like an onion wrapped in a tortilla, deep fried. Uh, all right, entering Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. Um, Thank you. And if I haven't driven all of you away, uh, we will see you next week on Tuesday at 9 o'clock. Uh, stick around for the credits for the Creative Commons. Uh, always give credit where credit is due. Uh, and of course, gotta say, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you next week. Thanks very much, everybody. Cheers. Mine. Go ahead. The... So yeah, the episode where we were on a ship and another ship was following. Yeah.
and we went through this kind of maelstrom. Yeah, we were just the trying to stay alive. Yeah, but we put all the gunpowder we had into the little dinghy. dinghy and then we let and it we off. And we shoved it off. I, I believe that I was what you called a blowboat. We, sh we shot a I... fire arrow. And yeah, it yeah, I did. And the other ship following us blew up. Uh-huh. Those are the guys from the blown up ship. Well, yeah, I know, but I... Now, the other what, thing, and what, you weren't Why there. are they taking it so personal? Uh, I don't understand either. Like, that, I mean... That ship had boarded you previously and inspected yeah, you. We were, we were just trying to give them a friendly fireworks experience. Like, <laughs> it's not my fault that I am not, not a pyrotechnics... Uh, guru. I, I'm young. All we were trying to do was give him a friendly happy, fireworks. Happy Canada Day. It's like candles on a birthday cake, you know? It's like the thought that counts. Not my I, I, I just don't know why they're carrying a grudge. Yeah. It's been a while. I mean, I mean come on. Get over it. <laughs> What's a few peg legs between friends? Specifically, <laughs> there was a reason they were like chasing you in the first place, though. Yeah. I don't remember what that is. We no, did something wrong. Sea hag. The sea hag is stowed aboard. Were they looking for the sea hag? Yeah, yeah they were sea looking for the that, though. I don't think. Well, they were coy about they it. Boarded, they boarded, checked, didn't find her. Yeah, because Gex I did it. I did watch that far. Was it Rook <laughs> or Gex as far as on I them? And they hid the girl. I, I hid the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Voslo hid the girl. Yeah. But that was before you knew it was Voslo. Yeah, that's before I knew it was Voslo. Rook. Yeah. So, like, in a weird way, Rook was hiding the girl because he was thinking. And way. ironically, that came in handy later when Rook had to, had or sorry, Voslo had to go down under the water yes. and use the boon. That was a cool thing. Yes. That was that was fun. It did. It did. Yeah. Uh, and and Brandon's like, what the her. hell are <laughs> these people like, talking about? So what happens when you join like season two, episode one? Yep. We'll and figure it out. I, I like. Don't worry. It. There's like we've Todd's left it at a cliffhanger for those of us who are back in Taz Pharrell for like months now. Oh yeah, so you're like, waiting to see. I'm I'm excited. Oh, about we that saw. One. We saw. We were like friggin' like oh, this is gonna be a crazy thing. Yep. And uh, if you haven't seen that, go check it in the replay. It'll be good times. Uh, thanks for sticking with us, and thanks for jumping in to the deep end with all these crazy people. Uh, appreciate it. All right, see you next time.